Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back to the Hulkcast. Well then, what a difference a week can make in football. This time last week, Villa had beaten Spurs away, having also beaten Man United and Brighton in Emery's first four games. Now we're out of the FA Cup at the hands of League 2 Stevenage and the team were booed off in the first half of a one-all draw versus Wolves. However, it's not all misery as today I am joined by today's guest Darren from Leeds United Media. How are you, Darren? I'm very well. Thanks very much, Seb. Lovely to see you again. Yes, lovely to have you back on. Now, let's not dwell. Let's get straight into it and let's have a look at your team, Leeds United, currently sitting in 14th on 17 points. Now, you're five games off of Villa with a game in hand and two points off the relegation zone. How would you sum up your season so far? Yeah, it's sticky. It's uh, sticky, isn't it, really, uh, at the moment? Uh, and definitely squeaky bum time, I think, already uh, for Leeds United. Um it, I, I think it's been a bit underwhelming, I think, so far this season. I'm not 100% sure what a lot of Leeds fans were expecting. Um, I certainly think they they hoped that they weren't going to be in a situation like they were last season where it came down to the final day uh, and the final day game to save their Premier League status. But um, uh, at the moment, only two points above the uh, relegation zone puts a lot of fear, really. Yes, there's that game in hand, but it's all well and good having a game in hand, but you've got to win that game in hand. Um, And that seems to be a bit of a problem uh, for Leeds at the moment. And certainly when it comes to uh, one, scoring goals and more importantly, conceding goals, uh, because they just seem to have a bit of a problem. There's a, a lack of confidence, it seems, uh, and it's it's hard to sort of like pinpoint where that's coming from. You, you'd have to say it's most probably down to the, the, the manager. But yeah, so far this season, it's I don't think it's been uh, the, the happiest of rides for, for most Leeds United fans. You mentioned that game in hand. Obviously, there's that cliche in football of, well, you'd rather have the points on the board, wouldn't you? You also mentioned your defensive record, conceded 31 in 17 occasions so far this season. Now... I'm going to move straight on to Jesse Marsh um, because I think from a neutral point of view, he seems to strike me as a man who divides opinion uh, amongst the Leeds United fan base. Now, you know, it's it's no surprise to anyone here listening how loved Marcelo Bielsa was from your fan base and how, how difficult a situation Jesse Marsh walked into, uh, you know, Steven Gerrard arguably had the same feats, just lesser um, when he succeeded Villa fan Dean Smith at Villa. Um, you know, does does the problem, does the defensive problem stem down to Jesse Marsh or is it a deeper issue? How would you dissect this? It's an interesting one, isn't it? You're, you're absolutely right. I, I think it was going to be difficult for, for any manager to come in to a club like Leeds United after 
Marcelo Bielsa, who was such a, a massive character and had got Leeds back into the Premier League after so many years of trying, 16 years or whatever it was. Um, so I think it was always going to be a difficult one. And Jesse, he talks a good game. Um, and uh, I think that the problems it... I think it's always difficult to sort of like uh, to to look back and sort of think, oh, well, Bielsa wouldn't have done it like that. You know, Bielsa's gone. You need to move on. And they the need to sort of like, they need to back Jesse Marsh in, in what he wants to do and, and the project. I hate that term. I hate it. Uh, but they need to sort of like back him in what he wants to do. At the moment, he seems to want to be just uh, signing pretty much anybody from Red Bull. Uh, and and it's, it's that sort of like... Uh, idea that they want to bring in so they've brought in a couple already from sort of like red bull salzburg um and so the latest one was last week with uh, max verber um so but he looked pretty good played his first game in the fa cup over the weekend i think defensively uh there, there just doesn't seem to be it's it's a it's a real tough one but defensively they don't seem to be very settled at all at the back and maybe um, bringing in someone like Verba who can play sort of like a left back or at centre half, you know, a lot of people have got a lot of love for Liam Cooper, but maybe his time may be coming to an end at uh, Leeds United and a bit of a shake up needed. They handed uh, defender Diego Urente uh, a new four year deal, which absolutely shocked, I think, everybody because he's been, you know, a calamity. Uh, since he's he's been signed, um, and we had sort of quite high hopes for him, but uh, it just doesn't seem to sort of like gel. And I don't know if that's um, they're not knowing their roles too much as they want to go going forward, and it's a hangover from what they were trying to do on the Bielsa and what Marsh is trying to do. Um, so it's 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 a real conundrum, I think, what they're doing at the back at the moment. Going forward, they look pretty exciting. Um, they just need to be sticking the ball in the back of the net a little bit more um, with the chances that they create. They don't create as many as they did under Bielsa, but they don't have the amount of possession that they used to under Bielsa either. So, it's uh, yeah, it's a different game plan under Jesse Marsh. I think the jury's out, Seb. The jury is out with Jesse Marsh at the moment. A lot of these fans would be happy to see the back of him. Um, but I think I think you've got to stick with him for a bit. Um, uh, let's see what happens in this window and what happens with transfers coming in. And uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I think at some point this season, you're going to have to have a stick or twist, I think. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm really glad this is an audio podcast because um, I, I live right by uh, Newquay Airport and I know I'm veering off here, but um, there's a... Um, <laughs> basically uh virgin have sent a rocket ship up into um space oh, that's right. yeah they have today haven't they that's right yeah, so um that's it's probably something I'll, I'll never see again and not something i expected to see out my window whilst i was recording the podcast so um wow okay well look, look that's yeah. amazing <laughs> anyway i will um <laughs> I, I digress and I will um try and try and focus my attention back on leads you mentioned <laughs> That that's not something you see every day. You you mentioned your lack of goals, and you mentioned uh, the January transfer window. Now there's been a link to, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, a striker from the Bundesliga from Hoffenheim, Rutter, who with the uh, figure about thirty million being banded about, is is he the answer to your problems? What could you expect him to bring in for you? I mean, who knows? Right at the moment, 
you know, as <laughs> right at the moment, I think they'd be happy when, because Patrick Bamford, bless him, he, he had a stellar first season back in the Premier League, got him in the England squad, and then he's just been dogged by injuries and he's broken down every time he seems to have come back. And that's a real shame because I've, I've, he's a fantastic player, Bamford, and has done so well for Leeds and he works hard for the whole team, but they absolutely need another striker in there. Uh, Willie Nonto uh, has come in uh, the, the final day of the deadline day um, during the summer. Um, he's been a bit of a revelation. He's a great in, uh, Italian international, very, very young, but he's he's a fantastic prospect and he's already got his goal now. But, you know, is he a 20-goal a season, 15-goal a season Premier League striker? Not yet. Uh, but um, who knows about Rutter? I mean, uh, it you certainly wasn't on anybody's radar and I saw nothing about it until some social media uh, mumblings about a few days ago. And now it looks like, uh, I mean, if you talk to Leeds fans, if they don't sign him within the next like 12 hours, our season's over. Um, so it's, it's, it's a real weird one. January's just so strange and fans get a bit um, uh, weird around this sort of time. I mean, look, they definitely need a body in. They definitely need a striker. There's no doubt about that. Whether or not this guy's the answer, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. He he seems to have done quite well from what I've read about him so far. Um, he seems to have done quite well for Hoffenheim. So, you know, German football does seem to produce some quite great uh, young talent. So um, uh, if we can pick out another one uh, from over there, um, that might be quite uh, quite good. But yeah, I mean... Like with Jesse Marsh, the, the, the jury's out. Ort has not done too bad, the director of football at Villa, in picking out some of these players in the past. But um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, they need to sign someone. Now, of course, we're we're still quite early into January. Um, Rutter would be your second signing coming in. Now, put your shoes, put yourself in um, Ort's shoes, and. Um, imagine that you could spend realistically on some more January transfers as someone who's obviously watched more leads than anyone this season, where would be your, your priorities? Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof, stainless steel, hardware, weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, well, the, the thing they were screaming out for was uh, a striker and a left back. Uh, now, Verba, who they've already signed, Maximilian Verba, um, uh, he can play center uh, or he, uh, center half, or he can play left back. So it, let's say that's their left back situation sorted out. Um, I think uh, if they can get a striker in, 
I think they'll probably be quite keen on probably someone else in midfield as well because uh, Matthias Klich has now gone uh, to DC United. Uh, it looks like he's uh, he's off too, but he's definitely left Leeds and they had a little bit of a farewell for it. And that upset the Leeds fans because they didn't announce it. They just, it, it just said goodbye to everybody at the end of the game um, uh, at last week. So that, that, that upset Leeds fans quite a bit that uh, they didn't get to say a proper goodbye to him because he was sort of fundamental during the Bielsa uh, regime. So probably, you know, they need someone to sort of like maybe take his place. He wasn't getting a lot of first team football, um, but probably a, Probably someone sort of a, a, a defensive midfielder, I think, is probably uh, 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 needed just to protect that back four, uh, maybe a little bit more. Um, but, you know, they, they did, I think, really, they've signed some great players so far this year in the likes of uh, Brendan Aronson, very exciting American, and Tyler Adams, for me, has been the signing of the year. I mean, he is... Um, I think one of the hardest working footballers in Europe, if you look at his stats. So they've done well so far on what they've brought in. Christensen is, uh, again, the jury's out with him at the moment. He has good games. He doesn't have good games. Verbas, we've only seen him once, but he looked pretty good. Quite happy to fly in with some tackles. So uh, he looks quite interesting. Yeah, I think yeah. Look, the striker is the main area. I think if, if if they just sign a striker and nothing else, I think most Leeds fans will be pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what you need, isn't it, to move yourself up the table? Goals, and that is the golden prize in football. At the end of the day, now let's switch our attention over to Aston Villa slightly. I mentioned it in the intro that a lot can happen in the week of football. I also mentioned it on our preview on your channel of how things can change very, very quickly. Now, I also mentioned that it's it's more well known that Emery can struggle against low block teams, uh, teams that will sit back. He tends to struggle to pick them off and to find a way through. What are you sort of expecting from the game on Friday night? Well, look, it's never an easy place to go to, is it, Villa Park? Uh, so I, I think I think what I'm expecting is that Aston Villa will be absolutely smarting after going out to Stevenage in the FA Cup. And I know now you can sort of, so many cliches, you want to concentrate on the league. But no one likes to go out in the third round. Leeds have done it many, many times over the last five, six years. So have um, Villa. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, both you know, both massive teams, and they've both not got great FA Cup pedigree in recent years, which is an absolute shame. Because it's always nice to have a really nice cup run, um, and I think it's you know the the fans really really enjoy it. Um, but I, I think uh, Villa will be uh, really hurting after that, and will want to you know certainly put a marker down about you know what's going to happen for the rest of their season. And certainly Emery will want that as well, I'm sure. He'll want to see a response from the players after uh, that. Um, and, uh, and look, Leeds had their, their own problems in their FA Cup third round against Cardiff. They were lucky um, to get an equaliser, uh, a missed penalty, uh, and then an equaliser in the last few minutes. So they were, they were lucky to get through that and have a replay against Cardiff in a few weeks' time. So they're still in with a shout. Uh, to get into the fourth round. But, 
Yeah, I, th I think it's set up uh, to be uh, a, a fantastic match. Like you say, there's, there's no love lost, I don't think, between Villa and Leeds over the past few years. And you can just see it in the social media between the Leeds fans and Villa fans. Uh, it's always, always intriguing. Uh, but so, yeah, it's, it's set up to be a fantastic, I think, a fantastic game on, on Friday night. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it'll be a real high pace, I think, too. I think both teams feel this is a game they need to get some points out of. Uh, so I think they'll both be absolutely going for it. I mean, I completely agree. And, and Villa have had some pretty tasty fixtures against Leeds uh, recently. Villa unbeaten in their last five uh, with two red cards between the both teams in those fixtures now a slightly different question obviously like i said you've seen leeds united a lot more than anyone else probably listening to this podcast unless we have some leeds fans joining us in that case welcome please stick around um now if you were unai emery and you had to go against leeds and you had to put your allegiances to one side and manage villa this weekend having seen what you've seen and knowing what you know how would you go about beating Leeds? What would you be telling those Villa players in the dressing room to give them the best chance of getting three points? Well, I think, uh, I mean, you can just have a look at the last few games that Leeds really, really struggle uh, when uh, teams are, are pressing them. They're adept to making a little mistake, uh, which I suppose all teams are really. Um, I mean, you look at, there's probably one result recently I mean there's a lot of draws in there uh 2-2 uh, against West Ham uh West Ham had some chances in that one um uh, up at Newcastle Newcastle would have been really upset uh to not come away with three points uh, uh against uh, Leeds but uh Leeds Leeds seem to be sort of um almost fighting in every single game to get something out of it. They don't seem to be in control of a game. And I think that's where they they have an issue, where they're not sort of stamping their authority on a game. Whereas I think uh, if if Villa can do that, um, then, you know, they, they've got a good chance of coming away with the three points. Leeds seem to concede either really late on in the first half or very early on in the second half. And it seems to be, I don't know what that is, if that's them just switching off near the end of the first half, or they're coming out and they've had too many sandwiches at half time. I don't know what it is, but they just seem to be uh, a little bit drowsy around that sort of half time uh, break. So um, if, if, if Villa are just on it right from the word go all the way up to uh, the full time and not letting up, then they've got, they've got a chance. Leeds will give you chances to score. It will happen. Um, and it's just a matter of fact that if uh, Leeds are able to keep you out and, you know, Leeds will get a few chances. There's a, there's, there's some good players in Leeds that can open up a defense. There's no doubt about that, but the real fear is whether or not they can sort of like, almost uh, backs to the wall and try and keep uh, Villa out uh, on the night. I think, you know, Leeds are going pretty confident, but um, there's always that mistake in their bag that, that could happen. Well, there you go. Unai, if you're listening, as I'm sure you are, fill that away dressing room with as many sandwiches as you can possibly <laughs> handle. Now, that leaves us with the last two questions of the podcast, and these are personally my favourite two. Um, and the first one being your score prediction. Okay, um, I will stick to my score prediction that I did on LS11 Extra, uh, which was 11-10 leads. Just a goal in it. 
There we go. Perfect. A nice, a nice scoring affair there. And then the last one, my personal favorite, we always like to end the podcast episode on a non football related question, which gets passed down from viewers, um, from listeners. Sorry. Um, and this one this week is what is your favorite cuisine? Oh, interesting. My favorite cuisine. Um, okay. I like a lot of food. I have to be honest. I'm going to have to say it's probably a roast dinner is probably my favorite because you can have so much on it, uh, where, especially when you get to like Christmas dinner and you can just have everything on it. Um, that's possibly my favorite. It has to be said. I'm a big fan of a roast dinner. Very, very underrated answer there. Now, if I could get a non-football related question for you to pass down to next week's episode. Okay. Um, uh, what is the uh, your favourite Netflix series to binge? There we go then. Netflix series. Everyone loves a bit of Netflix, don't they? Well, yeah. Leeds come into the game chasing their first win since beating Bournemouth 4-3 in November in the league, whilst Villa look to scare away the ghosts of Steve Evans and Stevenage. A massive thank you to Darren for joining me from Leeds United Media. You can find their amazing work over on Twitter at ls11lufc where you will also find a collaboration with myself as always a massive thank you to darren for joining me this episode wouldn't be possible without him and a massive thank you to all of you listening as we wouldn't be able to create the work we do without you if you are new here follow us on twitter at 7500 to halt and as always up the villa Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.